today on Locked on Rockies. Well, it started as no big deal, but it turned out to be a really big deal. Herman Marquez needs Tommy John. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the the second day. Still in April mode. The second day of May in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also streaming live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show, be part of the live chat, be part of the show when we go live. I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day and to all of our everyday listeners out there. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, there's really only one thing to talk about. I mean, there, I mean, of course, we'll, we'll mention a little bit the Brewer series and talk a little bit about tonight, but... The Rockies, yet again, facing a catastrophic injury and one that leaves a ton of uncertainty. Now, let's start this off by calling into question the thing about the the process here. I'm not encouraged by the amount of injuries the Rockies have sustained this year, and I'm not encouraged by the severity of a lot of the injuries and I'm not encouraged by the misdiagnoses of, of, I know I just butchered that, but what happened though? I, I, I legitimately, I really do hope that there is some explanation from, from, from the team personnel or something like that, that can explain why, what happened when the team left Cleveland feeling like it was no big deal into now. And of course, and also, allowing Herman to return from the IL and 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 not seeing things in uh in it uh, not seeing things uh prior I mean again it's a different part of the arm I know but that's concerning and again now how are we supposed we we hear that it's the same line being said about Noah Davis are we supposed you know can we actually sit here and be all that confident that it's no big deal for Noah Davis I mean we're we're getting the same exact verbiage we're getting the same exact explanation or at least hope there was and and again maybe it was hey first look these looks that's it just i i don't know how much insight we really can get into these processes especially because it deals it's medical history it's injury it's a, it's all sorts of stuff like that but it is just a question that i have of how fluky is it that they that it hit that the injury bug hit this hard and was there anything that the Rockies could have done to better prepare, better prep to 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 handle things? I know you can't predict injuries like Tommy John or, or things of that nature, but man, the, the Rockies have it it might just come down to luck, I guess. I don't know. But I'm uncomfortable by the fact that it was considered to be no big deal. And I just am curious what changed. And what changed so rapidly? What did they see and then what did they not see 
in terms of getting their uh, of 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 uh, of injury. He's far too. I mean, I don't think that they 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 cut any corners. The Rockies certainly were going to take every precaution, and it was like we said, it's the first injury was something different. But I mean, my oh my, that it's it's just it's a it's a real heartbreaker to be here, and I don't know. I mean, can can we really chalk it all solely up to just being luck? Can we just chalk it up to being that 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 it's bad injury luck for the Rockies? Maybe we can. But there's just something that I hope I hope this is a learning moment. Uh you know, a moment where the Rockies could could better prepare their players, better prepare uh uh their arms, but I don't know. I mean, you see it happen all over. Uh, you see it happen all over sports. It's not just the Rockies. So I don't know because I hate just, I don't want to just randomly speculate, you know, because things can change. I mean, and it simply could be that they, a, a different look, something easily could have, could have happened. It just comes back to this being a tremendous bummer, obviously for the Rockies thin pitching rotation, but Herman Marquez has just been a crucial part of the Rockies for years now at this point. He has been a strong beacon of light. He has been someone to point to and say, you are having success at Coors Field. Again, this is a player that some people might uh, might want more from, but but a career 17.8 war player, he's got the high ERA, but in a thousand, he's, he's nearing 1,000 strikeouts nearing the rotten multiple Rockies records doing all of this while being a workhorse for the Rockies. I mean, the biggest thing that you could probably point to is Herman Marquez pitched 180 innings back-to-back seasons. I mean, in today's baseball world, that's a lot of innings and that's a, a lot of of potential for things to go wrong. So maybe the Rockies getting a little more time, but I don't know, but you can just hear it. You when we, we talked about it I think I, I don't know if it was yesterday's pod or if it was last week when, when when we talked a little bit more about it, but you could hear in his voice the worry. You could hear in his voice the disappointment. And I think that's because this season was going to mean a whole lot to him. And I, I mean, this was the season where he was going to set the records. He was going to become the number one, uh the number one pitcher in Rockies history you can you you can point to other things you can point to that but statistically speaking at most of the top of the categories you are going to find her you are going to find Herman Marquez at the end of this season and that would have set up an interesting thing of of what the Rockies are going to do in the in the future now this complicates things even more because you can't with the way Herman's contract is right now it isn't something that they are going to be able to just. I I, I don't think this is a, a simple fix. I mean, part of me, I, I'm split. I'm split in a couple ways. I I really am. And let me let me explain why I'm split on the what the future of Herman Marquez possibly is because deep down I am pretty confident in one of my of one of my answers, but. At the same time, 
Could this Rockies team decide if, I shouldn't say could, if, because of course they can. If they try to change direction in the middle of the season, does that change the plan for Herman Marquez? Let's dive into that coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, got to tell you about some of our friends that help make the show possible, and that includes Game Time. Hey, if you need a last-second ticket deal, Game Time has got you covered. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. If you need a last-second deal, well, Game Time's got you covered because they got the best price guaranteed, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. You can find the flash deals and last-minute tickets easy to find and uh, there's tickets available for a surprising amount of activities and events. You can even see where the seats are with the images in game. Get an exclusive flash deal on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And you can get a great deal today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, we are brought to you today by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary new fantasy baseball game and marketplace for you. The baseball fan out there, uh, you can get officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 major league teams, and you can compete for the weekly leaderboards. And if you end up at the top of them, you can earn all sorts of exclusive rewards like so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Head to so rare.com slash locked on. That's so rare.com, S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup and start competing today to win those epic rewards. That's so rare.com slash locked on. So rare.com slash locked on. So rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot. We got a great live chat going on today. Joel DeGrace says, screams into the void. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do today. Uh, at Rocks Hot Takes says, big blow losing our ace. But like you said yesterday, at this point, it's better he doesn't pinch this, pitch this dismal season. Do we think over under 48 wins with Marquez and everyone else injured? <sighs> Man, I wanted to. I want to be confident in in a Rockies still surviving, but we've not seen signs of that. And now I think the uh, the reality of of a hundred losses is just about set in stone with Marquez being gowned for the season, because Skylar Timmons makes a good point here. This should be a learning curve for the Rockies front office, too. They should have prioritized starting pitching depth more in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, and, and it's not it's 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 not just the offseason. It's all coming full circle. This is a catastrophic nightmare scenario for the Rockies. At least in their eyes. Until, it I mean, it won't be that big of a deal, I guess, until there really starts to be a dip in overall attendance, maybe, and interest in the Rockies. The interest is dipped, but the attendance, yes, it has dipped, but it's early. We'll wait. We'll see how it goes throughout the summer. 
Daniel Allentuck wrote about it. It's the Rockies didn't prepare for this. The Rockies didn't have a backup plan. The Rockies weren't ready to, to, to call up a bunch of pitchers, and they certainly didn't spend time this offseason making it a more enticing place to pitch for free agent pitchers. Now the Rockies are really in trouble. I mean, the Rockies are going to be forced to make a trade or do something because they are out of options here soon. Either that or they're just going to have to call someone up who's not ready to go and and have an unfortunate start to their career at Coors Field, which we know can be a catastrophic mistake. This is a hell of the Rockies' own design. This is something that the Rockies don't have an answer for. I mean, we're just going to get, as Joel DeGrace points out, generic boilerplate answers. (laughs) And it's really frustrating because Herman Marquez... I mean, when you look at it and with the possibilities of his contract and the team option, I mean, right now, immediate thing, just like I think with other Rockies players and as we've seen with their actions, I don't think the Rockies would do anything to move on from Herman Marquez earlier than they than the contract and earlier than him leaving in free agency. If the Rockies can pick up the option for Herman next year, they might. However, he's having Tommy John. Does that reevaluate what you want to do with Herman Marquez? The Rockies could be on the flip where they offer him another extension. I, I legitimately don't think it's that far out of the question to think that the Rockies tried to extend Herman Marquez again. I think that is something that the, the Rockies might be capable of doing. But if they do decide to pivot, if they decide to make changes in the middle of the season, how much do you want to commit to Herman Marquez? At a point where basically your entire rotation is going to be up in the air uh, come the end of this season. You're going to have to start making decisions. You've already DFA'd Jose Arena. You are going to know a little bit. You might, you know, we might not lose Noah Davis for the year, but we might not, but we might at the same time because it's still the same, uh, uh, you know, the same song and dance that we've been getting the whole, the whole time, the, the whole time here. We believe in our guys, blah, 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 blah. I think if I was to make the call right now, the Rockies would be making that move, sticking with Herman. But I, I don't necessarily know, overall, if that helps you get back to your competitive window faster. It might. Having Herman Marquez in your rotation makes the Rockies better. It does especially when you look at the options that the Rockies have right now and who the Rockies rotation currently is. But if you're going to completely reevaluate things, if you're going to willing to, you know, what is the next step? And now, again, another time we've come to this question of what is the next step, but we don't know. We don't know what the Rockies truly want to do. We don't know where the Rockies have been trying to go since the end of the competitive window that they opened up last time. The head-scratching moves continue, 
And now, Herman Marquez is, instead of being able to potentially leave in a, or, or you know, potentially have been moved at the deadline to, to, to add depth to the Rockies in terms of, of a trade, now, up in the air, and we don't even get to celebrate Herman's legacy of becoming the best pitcher in Rockies history. Personally, he's my favorite pitcher in Rockies history. I, I think he, I, I think he's also earned the title of best uh, player in uh, best pitcher in Rockies history. I mean, it was going to be strikeouts. It was going to be, uh, I think, a few other things too. Or if he, if if he hasn't already passed them. It's incredibly heartbreaking because this is not how I wanted the story of Herman Marquez to end. Because Herman Marquez has set the standard for good to great pitching while being a Rockies pitcher. He is another example you can point to of someone that came into the challenge of Coors Field and took it on head on. It wasn't always perfect. Yes, there maybe you can argue that he never hit as high of a ceiling as you want. But you can't argue against the fact that Herman Marquez was pivotal for the Colorado Rockies in the competitive window. He was a massive reason why the Rockies were in the positions they were when it comes to success. And he is a big reason why the Rockies were able to show that they were not a pushover when it came to the rotation and that pitchers are able to handle Coors Field. He and the rest of that rotation that made it to the playoffs and was one game away from winning the NL West showed that you can play and ball at Coors Field. You can be successful there. I mean, this is, I mean, in his all-star season, and that's even when the Rockies were were, were still teetering. I mean, 180, 180 innings, 4.4 ERA, 32 starts, including three complete games. He gave... Uh, it, 176 strikeouts to 64 walks, 21 home runs. Uh, you know, the, the the guy has wonderful numbers. He was a rookie of the year. Uh, he got rookie of the year votes with the Rockies in 17. This is a guy that simply was, I mean, was, was a success. Was a success for the Colorado Rockies and a success for pitching at altitude. And I really hope, that the story gets to end on a positive instead of this heartbreaking moment for Herman Marquez, because this is a tough moment for the Rockies. This is a tough moment for him as well. You got to feel nothing, uh, nothing but uh, uh, for the guy. So basically, yeah, the, the two options are going to be with the Rockies. Are you going to pick up the Herman option or are you going to decline it? I mean, and, and what does that mean for him? What does that mean for the club? I again though I think the Rockies are going to do what they can to keep Herman around. I I just I mean their loyalty to these players, their already willingness to extend him, the fact that he's so close to so many Rockies milestones. Uh, I I think that Herman Marquez, uh, the the Rockies are going to be uh, wanting to to make things work, even if it is just picking up that team option and going from there, uh, just to see what happens uh, with Herman in a post Tommy John world. I mean. The one upside for for Herman is at least he suffered this injury now where he's going to have a chance to be able to pitch a significant amount of time next season, hopefully still, for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, interesting question from the live chat, which uh, certainly could be an option, and a little bit of some preview of tonight's opening matchup against the Braves coming up here in segment number three. But... 
let's talk about better help better help is the place to have uh, to, to help you especially when you need someone to talk to or uh, need someone to listen to things and give you a little bit of a different perspective and uh, you know it's really easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself but when we spend all of our time giving it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge find more balance with better help visit betterhelp.com slash locked on mlb today to get 10 percent off your first month that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on MLB. BetterHelp dot com slash locked on MLB. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Why don't you go check out the other great Colorado sports Locked On podcasts, including Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs podcast for more of your Colorado sports coverage. Trevor Salzman asks, does Madison Bumgarner become an option now? I just don't see this team making any trades for pitching. It wouldn't make sense unless it's a bargain deal. You need to trade for pitchers that are close to MLB ready and then entice them to come in free agency. Madison Bumgarner to the Rockies certainly becomes a bigger reality and certainly more possible following the injury to Herman Marquez. The question is, should the Rockies do this? If they truly cannot bring any sort of depth from their farm system up, if there is truly no other option for the Colorado Rockies other than to sign and bring in Madison Bumgarner, then you can go for it. Madison Bumgarner is not good. Madison Bumgarner will be worse at Coors Field and Madison Bumgarner's attitude and approach and outlook on the game, I personally think, is not good. I don't think bringing Madison Bumgarner into your team helps you in any way, shape, or form this year. And I don't think outside of postseason and his and his streak of, of really good play and, and strong pitching, his past can help with your young guys, but I don't think Madison Bumgarner really does anything. Uh, I mean, are you more interested in Madison Bumgarner or are you more interested in Jose Arena? I mean, I mean, that's a, uh, a question that I've been asking my whole, the whole time here, uh, just to get a, a quick update there, Madison Bumgarner this year, uh, 10.26 ERA, 0-3, 10 strikeouts, and a whip of uh, 2.4. Uh, and that's over, let's see, uh, 16 innings pitched. In that time, he has allowed 25 hits, 20 runs, 19 of them earned. I'm not seeing a, a home run total listed here on... Um, uh, the website here, I'll get the game log. We can just do that here. Let's see. He's given up four home runs on the year. So, yeah, sure. Not a, not maybe not bad, as bad as Jose Arena at at, sir, at 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 some point. But there's not much improvement there. 
And that, but again, it's a name. It's an aging vet. It's the Rockies in a situation where they're not relevant. So certainly Madison Bumgarner could be an option for the Rockies in their eyes. I think it's a mistake for the Rockies in uh, in their eyes. I mean, it is uh, it is uh, uh, not down. And uh, yeah, I'm also uh, not down with uh, <laughs> I'm good. Trevor Bauer can stay away from the Rockies for sure. <laughs> uh, let's but. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could. I wish I could lighten the mood. I wish there was some uh, positive outlook to give you. Um, but this injury is brutal for the Rockies this season. It is brutal for Herman Marquez and his legacy. Not, I. I mean, his legacy is not gonna be that. It's more so of the what if if he's not a part of the team still. Because, again, that that future goes up in the air with this, with the contract, with the team option. All of the stuff kind of is now what ifs. Deep down, though, I, I still think the Rockies uh, want to keep Herman around and want to keep adding him there. And, and I think Herman would explore other options if given it, but uh, would be would would be would consider it. But. Also, at the same time, if if Herman Marquez can go, you know, bolster up a good rotation on a competing team, I don't think that he would uh, be too disappointed to go after that. I really don't. Rockies take on the Brewers tonight, and uh, Brewers are eighteen and ten coming into this season again. The Brewers are a team that I know are going to be good. I just have I've heard things that are going to be good. But to be totally honest, I know little about them. But they're uh, five and five in their last ten. Uh, they are nine and four on the road so far this season. So the road has not been a tough place for them to play so far this season. Uh, I'm glad the uh, the one thing I know about the Brewers, though, especially in this season, is I'm glad they got rid of Brent Suter. But uh, you know, clearly it hasn't been. Too big of a loss for them as they're coming into this game again, sitting at 18 and 10. It looks like the Brewers as well just finished up a series win, I think, um, their last time out. Let me double check that. Yeah, nope, I'm, I'm on the Rockies again. Let me get the Brewers. I've got my things all turned around. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Brewers did just win a series against the Angels. Uh, the Tigers did take them down in a set there, but uh, so... Maybe the Rockies are possibly going to be able to, uh, to to do some damage here. But again, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for for how to start the series off is it can't be the last game in the series that your that your offense comes alive at Coors Field. It's got to be the first game. It's got to be it, you got to come out of the gate swinging. You got to come out like you did. And with what we've heard with all of the issues facing the starting rotation. You're going to have to slug and keep yourself in the ballgame by using offense and scoring runs. I mean, if you're going to win these ballgames, especially with a good team like Milwaukee, you're going to have to do it by coming up big in the offensive situations. And the Rockies did that in one game. But again, this team, far from the fundamentals and uh, far from uh, from playing sound overall baseball to get things back on track and now dealing with a massive injury to their star pitcher. 
Uh, Trevor Salzman says Michael Pineda could be an option to uh, could be an option too. He's two years removed from having a pretty good season. I just think the Rockies go the veteran free agent pitcher route. Yeah, I mean that's the Rockies are certainly going down the list of of who's still available for veteran free agent pitchers going there because again we we talked about it yesterday. There, you you don't even I think you have to crack the really the top twenty or, or or like top fifteen until you really get into pitching depth for top prospects for the Rockies. And a lot of the top pitching prospects for the Rockies are still multiple years away. So, I mean, you, to get back up to a what should be a, a considered an MLB-ready pitcher down there, it's pretty down the list in terms of top prospects for the Rockies, but they're going to have to try some stuff. Me, personally, I, I don't think there's anything you can lose from, from trying out as many young pitchers this season as you can. Rockies take on the Brewers tonight in an opening game series here. Uh, at Coors Field as the Rockies try to start a winning streak at home after snapping a seven-game losing streak. Rockies also looking for win number 10. Ryan Feltner taking on Freddie Peralta here on the bump tonight. First pitch at 640. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in every day. Your subscription to the Locked on Rockies podcast YouTube channel helps the show grow, helps make things possible. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.